Beleba hasuko talaba. Arusha akaraba lepeleke tolaba. Handula babaraba. Erepele kolefeke sukotalande. Rata talaba. Erepele koleke sukatalande. Eleke keraba. In the name of Jesus. Uh, Father, we thank you that we are helped of you. Father, I thank you that I am helped of you. That as I speak to your people, I do not come to them with enticing words of man's wisdom. But Lord, even as you have given me your approval by virtue of my study, Lord, help me to rightly divide your word of truth and to expound on scripture. Lord, let it not be just a lecture, but let this body of truth that is presented to your people become a part of them that it will change them even as they are in preparation to change their worlds. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you for being here tonight. Um, well, there is, there is a turmoil. There is, there is an agitation in the realms of the Spirit. I, I think we should pray. We should pray for a few minutes. Restoration of order, restoration of order, restoration of order. If you are here and you are going through a phase of depression, something similar to depression, kindly text me, okay? Or deep sadness, like there's, uh, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to put it, like an emotional, um, emotional instability. Yeah, 
text me personally do that now okay do that now and everyone just lift up your voice and begin to pray in the holy ghost mabaru shadakavia spelenemo oyem pela kumansela dikisabre ondif Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, the person has texted. I want us to pray a prayer that Lord restore peace. Lord restore peace. Okay, another person has texted. Uh, you have no for no good reason. That's that's true. That's what I'm I'm I'm, I'm discerning here that there's not any cost but it's like all of a sudden a sadness falls on you and we declare and declare by the spirit of god great deliverance we de we decree and declare great deliverance that spirit of depression lives now in the name of jesus from tonight you will be filled with exceeding great joy it will come as a surprise to you. You wake up joyous. You wake up lively. You wake up happy. In the name of Jesus, we had we had three people text and with the same issue, and and I believe that God is bringing great deliverance to uh, you guys. So don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. Um, use this opportunity to latch onto the grace of god and to chase god more okay uh the devil is trying to take advantage of you but we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy amen okay so god bless you once again for being here tonight this is like our eighth lesson right wow it looks like of late i've been having time that's is that bad or good because I'm not supposed to be having so, 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 so much time like that. But I, I think it's good. Um, the word of God is important and it is needed that we grow. A lot of us are after excitement and everything, but uh, there are certain words that go a long way to usher us into destiny, to usher us into purpose. And there's so much we have to learn, there's so much we have to know there's so much we have to understand as a family, as believers, as uh, Christians who are growing into or onto maturity. Okay, so we've been doing some teachings in the recent times, and yesterday we looked at two kinds of wisdom. Okay, now you know something. What I want you to do is to um, put before two kinds of wisdom put spiritual intelligence so just use in spiritual intelligence as the caption because what i'm going to talk about today and the next time i wanted to move to something new i wanted to discuss something new that the lord uh told me to teach but then i have to make sure that i am settled on this issue before i move so the lord has given me permission that's why i'm continuing not because i want to okay 
So put spiritual intelligence, spiritual intelligence. And so let's say spiritual intelligence is our main issue we are dealing with. And then under that, we dealt with two kinds of wisdom, where we looked at the wisdom that is from above and the wisdom that is of this world and the princes of this world. And we came to realize something that the wisdom of this world is sensual. It is demonic. It is self-seeking. And we're able to differentiate between the wisdom of this world and the wisdom from above. And I trust that a lot of you, uh, all of you learned so much and all of you are blessed. So uh, let's continue. Let's, let's, let's continue. I, I want you to write this down. Roots of wisdom. Roots. Rhizo. Roots. Roots. R, uh, R sorry. R-O-O-T-S. The roots of wisdom. The roots of wisdom. Now, um, I'm intentionally using such topics so that um, you can easily, you can have adequate understanding to what we are doing so that it doesn't look all jumbled up. But if I was to teach this, I would have not used any um, titles or whatever. I would have just continued talking, talking. But so you, let's say the first subheading was two kinds of wisdom. And now we are looking at the roots of wisdom, which essentially is what we are going to discuss tonight. Okay. Now, I think I've spoken to you on this topic uh, in a way before. Yes, I've sort of brushed over it before. And I spoke how that uh, with everything we are going to deal with in this world or in this universe or in whatever dimension, it is based on knowledge. You understand? Everything we do is based on knowledge. Knowledge is the root of everything. Okay. And so before we can address the issue of wisdom and understanding, there is a need for us to understand knowledge. Okay. That is why I said the roots of wisdom, because the roots of wisdom is knowledge. Now, what is knowledge? When we talked about wisdom yesterday, I said it is knowing what and how. Okay. Knowing the what and how. And I also said it is uh, knowing how uh, it is applying knowledge. Okay. So knowing what and how to apply knowledge is wisdom. And, uh, well, wisdom can also be personified, okay? Wisdom is also personified, but I think we'll get there in due time, okay? We'll get there in due time, but let's see what we can do um, at the moment, okay? So... When we look at knowledge, we are looking at the sum of what is known, okay? The sum of what is known, sum, addition, sum of what is known, the totality of what is known, okay? So anything we know, anything we know, when we talk about knowledge, we are just looking at a knowing, okay? The sum of what is known or a body of truth, information or principles that are acquired, okay? A body of truth, information or principles that are acquired. So when we talk about knowledge, that is uh, generally what we are talking about. Now, I told you knowledge is the root of wisdom. Why? Because you will have to have a certain body of knowledge and be able to apply that knowledge. You understand? Before they say you are wise, it is because you had a certain knowledge and you knew how to appropriate that knowledge. And then they looked at you and said, ah, this guy has done something that is wise. You understand? 
and it is the same for understanding because when we look at understanding we are looking at the know why okay i said wisdom is know what and how understanding is know why what is the technology behind this uh, this thing okay what is the procedure behind this thing it is talking about you having an awareness of the science behind the certain body of knowledge did we follow please if you if you you are lost you let me know so that i address it i said when we look at um understanding we are looking at the know why understanding the principle behind uh something okay understanding the principles or understanding the technology understanding the working behind a certain thing okay so it is also uh there, there also needs to be a knowledge base that we are going to look at the why from okay that's why i said knowledge is the uh root of wisdom trixie your mom is healed in the name of jesus okay your mom is healed in the name of jesus okay so let's continue knowledge is the root of wisdom as i said and the wisdom that can be expressed by a person is based on the knowledge the person has acquired this this is something important that i want you to write okay the wisdom a person okay the wisdom a person can express or the wisdom that can be expressed by a person is based on the wealth of knowledge or the knowledge that a person has acquired that is one thing to note the next thing that i want you to note is that it is we because of this now when we were talking yesterday okay we saw how that wisdom we are supposed to function in a certain wisdom you understand and for you the believer the wisdom that you are supposed to function in is the wisdom from above it is the people of the world who function in the wisdom of the world and the princes of this world you understand but we, we have a certain wisdom that we function in and we function by now if we are saying that knowledge is the root of wisdom or wisdom is based on knowledge that means the knowledge base that we have access to is very pivotal to how we are going to function in life or the wisdom that we are going to function by in life okay i i hope everyone heard that i said then the if if wisdom is based on knowledge okay then the our living the wisdom we are going to work in is based on whatever body of knowledge we have access to okay what ma you are asking what point i said that knowledge is the root of wisdom and the wisdom that can be expressed by a person is based on the knowledge the person has acquired i hope you got that the wisdom that can be expressed by a person is based on the knowledge that that person has acquired okay yes yeah, so as i i'm continuing so we must be very particular about the type of knowledge we expose ourselves to because it shapes the wisdom we function in. You understand? We must be very particular about the type of knowledge that we expose ourselves to. And I'll look at this from scriptural basis, so don't worry. We must be very particular about it because whatever knowledge, since we know that the knowledge we are exposing ourselves to is shaping us to function in a certain wisdom, then it means we, we must it must be very pivotal that means we looked at two types of wisdom okay when we're looking at two kinds of wisdom we saw we have the wisdom of the world we have the wisdom from above that means then dependent on the knowledge i have access to 
I am going to function by either the wisdom of the world or the wisdom from above. Now, okay, you will get there. But let me let me give you a scriptural explanation into what I'm telling you here that you must be very particular about the knowledge. I think I mentioned it yesterday. How that Adam and Eve were exposed to a certain type of knowledge. Okay, I'll slow down. Adam and Eve were exposed to a certain type of knowledge that God didn't want them to have access to. Mm. They were exposed to a certain... You see, the thing is not about an apple or whatever people think. The issue is that it is the tree of what? The knowledge. So there is a certain body of knowledge that that tree encapsulates in the form of a fruit or if it was, if it was actually a physical fruit, I can't um, pin on that. But then whatever it is, it was a certain body of knowledge that God didn't want them to engage. God didn't want them to partake in. God didn't want them to have access to. Do you understand? But then some way, somehow, the devil lured them to partaking in that knowledge. They, they partook in that knowledge. Do you understand? And so, the tree in the garden, I think, uh, the tree in the garden, okay, exposed man to a body of knowledge which activated the wisdom of the world. Hence, it initiated a protocol of death in them. That is that is what happened. That's essentially what happened. When they were exposed to that body of knowledge, or when they were exposed to that tree, what happened is that it activated a certain wisdom of the world. And then once that is initiated, you should know that the next thing is death. I explained yesterday that the wisdom of the world eventually points us to death. Okay. It it activates a certain principle of death. There is a certain death going to work in us. Okay. That is why the Bible says that. We should, um, there is no condemnation to they that are in Christ who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, who walk after the spirit, not after the flesh. You understand? So, once the, that, that knowledge was able to make them begin to function in the knowledge of the flesh, one thing we could have looked at is that there was an instantiation or an initiation of a protocol of death in man okay that is why it's very important what you listen to you know that there are some things you listen to and you don't know that that you've been initiated into a cult by listening to those sounds some years ago not so many years maybe two years ago uh one my sister directed a guy to me that um i should take him for deliverance i should take him to a pastor for deliverance and so he had to, I made him come to my side. I wanted to talk with him first before I see the severity of the issue and then know what to do. And I checked his phone and I realized that this boy was listening to certain things. Now, it is not English. It is not true. It is not a human language. They are just certain sounds. But as soon as I played those sounds, the whole room was saturated with a demonic presence. You understand? That thing was uh that that thing he was listening to, whatever spirit was behind that was making a trade, was trafficking certain things into him. You understand? By that body of knowledge. So you might not even have a human understanding to it, but 
because you had access to a certain fruit, you are exposed to certain things like Adam and Eve. You understand? That is why you can't just get up and read any books, a book like 48 Laws of Power. That book is not a Christian book. And there are so many materials that we find ourselves um, interacting with, which will actually get us possessed or get us to start thinking in certain ways. I was with one guy, uh, Phoebe and I were one guy who was talking about the book of Judas Iscariot. There is one of the books like that, the book of Judas Iscariot. And in the book of Judas Iscariot, uh, he was saying it paints Judas as uh, 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 the right person. And Judas was the only one in the will of God because it was God's will for Judas to betray Jesus. And the rest were out of alignment and certain things. We, a lot of times, we get ourselves exposed to certain bodies of knowledge because we are always looking for revelation and this. So you want to listen to every sermon, every preacher, every this. No. Please, it, it's not for you. So I, I understand why the Holy Spirit told me one time that this and this person, don't listen to them. Not that the person is not, not even about genuine, uh, genuinity of the man of God or anything, but there is something that he doesn't want me to hear because if I hear that, that will destroy my life. That will pervert the wisdom I'm supposed to function in. I'll begin to function in another wisdom. Please, I said don't invite anyone to the chat, okay? Those who are here, let's be here, okay? So, I would have been initiated into a certain wisdom. I'll be functioning in a certain wisdom, which probably God did not want for me. Do you understand? So, when, when you read the book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 18 to 20, you see something interesting. It says that for many, you can put it on the group page, for many work, okay, many work of whom I've told you often and now tell you, even weeping, okay, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ. Then he continues, verse 19, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, and who mind earthly things, okay? So the characteristic of people who are enemies of the cross is that, one, they are, first of all, they, they are already headed to destruction. Two, their God is their belly. And it's not necessarily about food. When you check the interlinear or the direct translation, you see the word belly there. The word is koilia. Koilia does not necessarily mean stomach, okay? It means your physical desires, your desire for gratification of the flesh, mundane desires, fleshly desires. Do you understand? So he says that those people, their they, they, they God is their physical desires. That means the flesh has mastered them. They live according to the flesh. And he says they mind earthly things. They mind earthly things. Do you understand? And when we look at it in context, mind. Sorry, my network. Please, what was the last day you heard? Someone should text it fast for me so that I continue. Okay, so they, they mind earthly things. And when we are talking about earthly things, 
uh, it is not necessarily about um, that they don't bath or they, like they act, act as if they are detached from the earth, like the Gnostics. You know, that's how the Gnostics, they think everything that pertains to the natural environment or the natural world is, uh, it, it is sin. Like they have a certain concept about it that, so that's why they believe that Jesus didn't come in bodily form because if he came in bodily form, that means Jesus is full of sin. Do you understand? So they have certain beliefs like that, but that's not the point here. He's talking about the fact that when he's saying who, who mind early things, it means that their focus is on the things of the world, of this cosmos, of this system. You understand? Then he differentiates between you, the believer, and those people. He says that for our conversation is in heaven, from whence we also look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, my emphasis is here that our conversation is from heaven our manner of living conversation is manner of living our manner of living is from heaven remember i was talking that the knowledge you possess determines the wisdom you live in or the wisdom you walk in the wisdom you function in so uh the we, we are tying that wisdom directly to our manner of living what wisdom backs our manner of living okay so the things we can realize here is that those people of the world okay they function by the wisdom of the world okay they function by the wisdom of the world and hence they are given over to sensuality okay they function by the wisdom of the world and they are given over to sensuality and then they pride in their indecent yeah this people this is the manner of their life okay and it, it is because of the knowledge that they subscribe to they pride in their indecent and immoral behavior you understand when 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 he he talked about their glory is in their shame that is the direct translation is saying that they pride in indecent behavior immoral behavior their glory is their shame you understand Who, whose glory is in their shame they pride in it they are happy in it they they, they take glory in that shame which is uh, immorality and indecency and for us, the believers, we see that our manner of living, our citizenship is in heaven. Okay. If our manner of living or our conversation, our citizenship is in heaven, it should only tell you that we must subscribe to the knowledge of heaven. Now, this is why I'm saying this. Okay. We, we drew a, a, a line between how the people whose manner of living is of this earth is and the people whose manner of living is in heaven okay or their conversation is in heaven now you know that when you are living in a certain place in a certain jurisdiction the way you live okay is a function of the rules and patterns of living and the knowledge that works in that place you understand when you come to ghana you have to eat the things ghanaians eat because all the things that are available in ghana the body of resources available in ghana that's what you can use you understand the um way we do our things you definitely have to be doing things like the way we do our things so the people living in this world have their knowledge base according to the world and so they will subscribe to the things of the world that is where we see that their wisdom is the wisdom of this world which is first of all what's sensual just as we saw in philippians chapter 3 18 here it's, it's whatever their pattern of living is was what we talked about yesterday as the wisdom of the world you understand so 
in the same way we we are on this earth but we are not of this world we we we, we do not live as the people of this world because we even though we have our bodies here we are functioning here the reality is that we are not here we are in heaven our conversation is have is in heaven our manner of living is in heaven okay so we must take note of that we must take note of that our manner of living is in heaven so if our manner of living is in heaven that means what we we are also going to function by the patterns of living in heaven the rules in heaven the knowledge that works in heaven because that is where we are domiciled we are not domiciled here on earth or in the systems of this world as those people are okay the citizenship of the unbeliever is in this world so he is bound by the systems and the knowledge that dominates here i think you should write this down it's very important i said the citizenship of the unbeliever is in this world it's in this world hence he is bound by the systems and the knowledge that dominate here but we as kingdom natives we function by the economy and the wisdom of heaven okay so though we are in this world we live by revelation that stems out of the life of god though we are in this world we live by the revelation that stems out of the life of god and now i intentionally say said stems out of the life of god because not every revelation stems out of the life of god just like the revelation that adam and eve had from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil not every revelation is for you you understand not every revelation is for you not every revealed thing is for you you know sometimes the satan can come and feed you with certain things certain things that is how people got up sometime in the church age and believe that jesus didn't come in bodily form and they believe that jesus didn't come in bodily form you understand that is how people will rise up in some time and think that um god uh, christ is okay if you live anyhow no those revelations are not of god okay those revelations are not of god and they are not according to the wisdom of god he says the wisdom of god is first of all what pure first of all pure first of all pure as we studied yesterday okay so uh let's let's watch the type of knowledge we expose ourselves to that's why we we have time and time again dealt to the issue of soul gates we've dealt to the issue of soul gates and we've seen how we can uh we, we we can manage the things that we are exposed to and the thing is that the danger is not only from the world but of late is or for a long time now has been in the church because the bible talks about ravening wolves okay and the bible talks about ravening wolves so so the danger is not just from the world out there it is from the churches so you have to be very vigilant on what you expose yourself to okay on what you expose yourself to and that you also make you understand that it is very important to seek knowledge it is very important to seek knowledge very very important now listen to this carefully the limit of your expression of the kingdom possibilities is the boundary of your knowledge of kingdom realities did you get that i said the limits you have okay to the expression of your kingdom possibilities or kingdom possibilities is it is it is just directly proportional to the boundary of your knowledge of kingdom realities 
you can only live what you know you can only function in what you know do you understand i'm going to repeat it again i think some of you are typing i'm sure about to ask me what i said so let me just repeat it i said that the limit okay the limit to you expressing or to your expression of kingdom possibilities okay the possibilities that are domiciled in the kingdom the limit to you expressing them okay is 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 directly proportional okay or is the boundary okay we are when we talk about that we are looking at it being related to the boundary of your knowledge of kingdom realities what do i know about the kingdom of god because for me to function in the wisdom of god i must have a certain knowledge in god and this is what i'm saying that for me to function like that i must it 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 is the limit of my knowledge that shows the boundary of my living okay the boundary of my knowledge is the same boundary of my living especially even in our mundane society you cannot live beyond what you know you cannot live beyond what you know you can't partake or experience beyond what you know and when i'm talking about an experience i'm talking about you having a consistent experience some people are actually doing certain things they don't know that is why they are receiving this yes to um just to make that clarification there okay you you see men of the bible you think they were not learning the men in the bible studied they they, they sought knowledge now from what we've discussed so far i've come to make you understand that we the knowledge that we should be seeking as believers are the things which are above knowledge from above not worldly knowledge and now when i say worldly knowledge i'm not talking about scientific knowledge no a lot of people don't understand this the fact that knowledge is some knowledge is scientific doesn't mean it is worldly you understand yesterday we discussed the knowledge um the wisdom of the world and we gave the characteristics we saw that it is self-seeking at the end of it all it points to you and points you away from god that is not the purpose of science. So we'll, we'll get there. But what I want you to understand is that as a believer, you must hunger for knowledge. You must want to know the realities, the possibilities domiciled in the kingdom of God. Okay, you even see that Daniel, he says that in the uh, Daniel knew by the books. Okay, so Daniel was a learned person. He was a prophet, but he would have not known certain things if he hadn't been studious in mining knowledge so when he found out this knowledge then it it shaped a certain act of wisdom he decided what am i going to do i will set my face to the lord or uh, the lord god and then i will pray do you understand so daniel said he understood by the books that means we must be consistent in our word study because we know that the knowledge of god if we want to have the knowledge of god which will serve as the basis of our wisdom of god it is by the word of god you understand if we will have to have the knowledge of god which is the basis of the we functioning in that wisdom of god it must be by the word of god it must be by the word of god that is why it is very important if you are not consistent and constantly studying the word of god it can become a big problem to you because uh 
there are other bodies of knowledge that you'll be exposed to and if you don't have the right body of knowledge functioning in you the wisdom you are going to subscribe to is the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of the princes of the world which will definitely lead you to death okay so we are consistent in our word study and all that we should be researchers we should read but then when you do this it should be circumspectly you don't just expose yourself to anything that is why me i will tell you go and do this go and do that go and do this because i know that at this point in time if i allow you to go and try something else where you are going to land god will ask me questions hello this thing you expose this person to why did you do it do you understand so let's be very um vigilant on what we expose ourselves to okay now when we look at the issue of knowledge okay i was explaining to you that the fact that and knowledge is scientific doesn't mean it is worldly uh, uh so let me expound on that a little okay and already we've dealt with worldly wisdom so we, we should understand worldly knowledge scientific knowledge doesn't mean worldly knowledge i'm repeating it and repeating it again because a lot of you think if someone believes in science or scientific the person is and it has rejected god or the person is uh, being oh lord uh, that's why a lot of christians act like they are mad they don't act scientific yes yes god is scientific honestly honestly and i'll explain to you why there are a lot of christians who just wash your hand what is wrong with washing your hand what is wrong with um doing certain simple things that you have to do as according to scientific research there are certain things that oh do this thing do this thing now in the sphere of science someone can be able to form the worldly wisdom you can out of everything even in the bible do you know even in the bible people are able to um, use the bible and use to form worldly wisdom you understand when someone can turn the bible to make you think the bible is about you that is worldly wisdom it is from the bible it's from the bible but the knowledge in the bible it is god who spoke holy men were inspired but that same bible someone got worldly wisdom from it you understand so when we look at knowledge i think i've given you this assignment before so i'll not need to go deep into it we have certain words um greek words that we use i'm not going to look at hebrew so we are looking at only greek because they are essential to understanding um how the word is used in the new testament and it will be constructive to your personal bible studies okay so we have ginosko okay ginosko gnosis edo epignosis and i think the first thing i want you to jot down is edo it's spelled e-i-d-o okay e-i-d-o e-i-d-o okay i'm continuing so when we look at edo we are looking at awareness okay we are, we are generally looking at awareness awareness the word when you see it in the bible the when all those forwards okay when you encounter them in the bible you see no or you see knowledge all right okay now it's left with you for you to check and know what type of knowledge they are talking about because it is going to help you have a clear understanding into what scripture is saying 
You understand? That is why I always advise you, make sure when you are studying, you always make references to understand. You, you have to see the etymology of the words. You understand? A lot of people don't know why you do what you are doing. You are not looking for revelation. You are seeking understanding. You are seeking understanding. When you make reference to those biblical sources, you are, uh, those interlinear sources and all of that, okay? So, um, as I said, we have the word Edo, and we are looking at a general awareness or awareness, okay? So when you see, uh, or you just having the knowledge of something, like, I know, for example, um, okay, First John chapter 5, verse 13, someone should post it. First John chapter 5, verse 13, someone should post it, and let me say something about that verse. First, please, someone should be fast. I don't want to move out of Telegram uh, to my. I don't want to move to my Bible because the audio cut. So let's post it. First John, yeah, did I? Okay, First John chapter five verse thirteen. So it says, "I write these things." Okay, I write these things, or these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. That ye may know. The word know, when you check your interlinear, or maybe scripture direct, or my sword Bible application, what you are going to see, or what you are going to observe, is that the word know there is Edo. Okay? So he wants you to be aware. He wants you to be conscious. Okay? You are looking at a consciousness. You are looking at an awareness. Be aware of the fact that what? You have eternal life. Okay, be aware of the fact that you have eternal life. That is what um, Apostle John was telling the people. Mind you, the, the people should already know this, but his me, I threaten it. He says, be, keep that consciousness. Okay, keep that consciousness that you have eternal life. Keep that consciousness that you have eternal life. You understand? So, that is the meaning of Edo, then uh, where we can look at the word Ginosko. Now, um, normally, we will want to take Gnosis before Ginosko because Gnosis is scientific knowledge, okay? But um, taking Ginosko first, oh, okay, let, let, me, let me just take, let me take Ginosko and then I'll take um, another one, Epic Gnosis, and then I'll take Gnosis, because I want to talk a lot about Gnosis, so that you understand certain things. Okay, so when we look at the word Gnosko, we are looking at revelation. Okay, we are, we are looking at revelation in uh, a general term. You have the revelation of something. Okay, so someone like Peter, knowing that Jesus was the son of God, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this thing unto you. He had a revelational knowledge. Okay, that was a Ginosko. Um, you can spell it G-I-N-O-S-K-O. G-I-N-O-S-K-O. Okay. So, now, when we look at the issue of Edo, okay, now, this is what I want to establish for you that we have the wisdom of God or the wisdom from above and the wisdom of this world. 
And when you come to Edo, you can still find the wisdom of God or the wisdom of this world. Don't think those terms we are going to use are all for uh, God. That is why you people think um, gnosis or scientific knowledge is of the devil. Now listen, so Edo, okay, we have the issue of Edo, okay. When we say awareness, it is a general term. It is apart from where it is, uh, from whether it's from God or Satan. It can be from each and those places. What are you being aware of, okay? What awareness are you having? Are you having an awareness that is tied to the wisdom of this world? Your awareness, some of your awareness is sensuality. It is, it is, it is about sensual thing. The only thing you can be conscious of if you enter in the room is that this girl's breast is big, or this guy is this, or that. That that is the only thing you can be aware of. That should show you that you are functioning by that, that, that knowledge. That knowledge there is a knowledge of the world. It's a knowledge that comes from the world. It's a knowledge that comes from the presence of this world. When your awareness is there, you will see that the wisdom you function in will be the wisdom of this world, which is what? First of all, sensual. Self-seeking. Please, that is why when you are aware of that, the next thing that might be your mind is that, hey, if I can press this thing, if I can only touch the hem of that breast. Why? Because you are aware of a certain knowledge. Do you understand? But if you are aware of the things of God, that's why the, the Bible makes us understand that we should our mind should be set. Our mind should be set on the things that are about. Our mind should be set on the things that are about. What is that? That we should have an awareness of the things that are about. We should have a consciousness of the things that are about. Why? Our conversation is in heaven. Our conversation is in heaven. That is where our awareness must be focused on that's where our, our awareness must take root from you understand so when you hear a do that doesn't mean it is a knowledge of god it is independent all these four um forms of knowledge are independent of what we are talking about totally independent that's why i'm telling you that science is not the knowledge of the devil okay so when we look go to gnosko i said it is revelational knowledge mind you the devil must grace as an angel of light. Sometimes someone like, okay, someone, let me show you one person who had Ginosko that was of the world and of the devil and of the princes of this world. The one we call Prophet Muhammad. Why? That wisdom, that, that knowledge he had access to, it wasn't from God, even though it was a revelation. It was revealed to him by uh, some being or some angels, supposed supposed angel Gabriel, which is angel Gabriel. Do you understand? Supposed angel Gabriel, which is angel Gabriel. Okay, so uh, it is. it was revelation all right. He had the revelation, like how Peter had a revelation. But the thing is that Jesus didn't say once you have a revelation of God. That's why Jesus said that the thing which you said, it is not a man of flesh and blood that revealed to you, but my father. That means flesh and blood can reveal something to you. You can have a ginosko that stems from the flesh. Do you understand? So, uh, let, let's take note of that. Where are you receiving your ginosko from? Where are you receiving that revelation from? Those who every time they get up, they get up and say, hey, 
I've had a new revelation. A lot of us have followed so many revelations that we we are we are lying to ourselves. We are seriously deceiving ourselves. We have we are leading so many people astray because of our revelation. And the revelation is coming from the depths of hell. You don't realize it. You don't realize it. And you realize that any revelation that is not of God will consequently lead men astray, lead men to confusion, lead men to destruction, as we saw as qualities of the wisdom that is of the world yesterday. And the wisdom of the world and the princes of this world, it will lead you to death. It will lead you to death. You understand? Now, the, um, the third type of knowledge that we want to look at is the epignosis. Okay? Epignosis. And epignosis is the highest form of knowledge. And it is very essential. It is very essential that we all function in this realm of knowledge, the epignosis. Because epignosis is not just about you having a revelation of something, but that you are able to relate with that thing. You are able to uh, fraternize with that thing. You understand? You are able to partake. I, I don't know if you are, I'm using the right words for you to understand. Yes, you are, you are able to partake. You, you enter into a relationship. Okay, you enter into a certain union, you become one with that knowledge you know. And this is what the Spirit of God does. He says, How be the Spirit of children he has come, he'll guide you into all truth. What when Prophet Leo was talking to you, you guys on Saturday, he said something. He said that what the Holy Spirit is going to do is that he will usher you into the experience, you usher into the reality. Yes. So when you are ushered into the reality, the knowledge you are experiencing there, it is epignosis. And this is what the knowledge God wants us to have of a son. It is not just about you being able, aware of the son, or just having a revelation of the son, like Peter did, but then you can come into union or intercourse. In, yes, this is the word. You have intercourse with that knowledge. There is an, That knowledge will cause you to form, form a union and intercourse with whatever the knowledge is about. Do you understand? So, this is this is one thing that happened when when adam and eve okay went to partake in that fruit when they when they when they took that uh, from the fruit what happened is that the knowledge they were they had from that was epignosis they they fraternized with it they had intercourse with it it changed it it turned them around it changed their entire system it 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 changed them it changed them they, they, they had intercourse with that knowledge. They had intercourse with that tree. The knowledge in that tree, they became one with that tree. That's why they became sensual. That is why they, 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 they became fleshly. You understand? So what God wants is that the knowledge we have in him will bring us into that pedestal of relationship and engagement with him. It will bring us to that pedestal of relationship and engagement with him and when our wisdom is based on this knowledge you will see that in your life the way you are doing your things they, they'll see that your life is patterned as the life of christ this is the type of knowledge okay this is the type of knowledge that causes men to come to conformity to the image of christ okay or to the image of whatever uh they they, they are fraternizing with if you decide to go and engage in the knowledge of witches and wizards we will see it in your wisdom. The wisdom that you portray, we will see it in it. 
if you decide to fraternize with the enemy, engage in certain things, and intercourse with the devil, uh, the, that, that is the type of wisdom that you are going to function in. You understand? So that is it about epic bosses. It is the highest form of knowledge that we can have. Okay. Now, when we look at scientific knowledge, so, so in fact, still on epic bosses, this should be you know that God wants to have intercourse with you. God wants God's intention is that you come to a certain union, a certain union. There must be an amalgamation. Do you understand? The knowledge that brought you to the light of Christ was epignosis. You had to partake in that knowledge. It, it wasn't just about Peter went beyond having the revelation of Jesus Christ to becoming a member of the body of Jesus Christ. He believed he had intercourse with that knowledge. It moved from Gnosko to Epignosis. Amen. So, I'm sure you understand that by now. And the reason why we are dealing with this is for the fact that this whatever thing that whatever knowledge we are going to have is going to determine the wisdom that we will function in, whether the wisdom of this world or the wisdom of God. So if the epignosis you had, your frat, uh, the fraternity you had, or you fraternizing was with the Spirit of God and the things of God, and with the Spirit of Christ, the things of Christ, the Word of God, what we'll see is that the produce of it will be Will be will be subject to the wisdom of God. Then you see that the person begins to walk in righteousness. The person begins to walk in love. The person begins to walk in this. But in the person's epignosis, the knowledge he could partake in was of demons. You see, the life of the person will be about fornication. If it's not fornication, he's thinking evil. He's thinking wickedness, or he cannot even retain the knowledge of God in his mind. As we see in Romans chapter one, those people decided to subscribe to a certain knowledge. Romans chapter 1. They, they didn't subscribe to the wisdom of God. Professing themselves to be, uh, to be wise, they became foolish. Why? Because the, the wisdom of this world is foolishness unto God. That means, professing themselves to be wise, they subscribed to a certain wisdom that wasn't of God. God was speaking that they thought they had my wisdom. But no, what happened is that they subscribed to some different wisdom, which is actually foolishness and we see what happened to them because they fraternized or had intercourse with that um with, with that knowledge we see that they, uh, they we find the upbringing of homosexuality we find people who are even developing new sins they were creating new sins they want to show god that god the sins you've seen i've seen more than you i can show you a different level of sin uh, god will help us so the next last thing form of knowledge okay that i want you to look at is the gnosis now this is the one that is, is a lot of people um don't understand and a lot of christians decide to live on scientific lives but you see before you you conclude on anything okay you should be able to look at it really from a biblical perspective and have understanding into it, do research and all those things, because a lot of things we say these days, like the issue of religion that we discussed, 
you see that they heard someone say, they heard someone say, they heard someone say, and everyone concludes. And they begin to talk. The issue of morality. They heard this, they heard this, they heard this, and you two are preaching it to your people. And you see, that is what excites people of, uh, of today. We like that excitement. Yes, yes. We like things that will, will, will rub our emotions and make us feel good. And at the end of it all, the conviction that must be worked to bring you into conformity to the image of the Son of God, uh, some way, somehow, it does not find itself in the equation. But God is bringing a restoration to the body of Christ. God is bringing a restoration into the body of Christ of the unadulterated word of God, the unadulterated truth. And I believe that all over, God is raising men. God is raising a lot of men, a lot of men to bring this restoration. God is raising men that he is going to use. One thing you should know is that the older generation is passing away. One thing you should know is that the older generation is passing away. And if you are wise, you will make sure that you are receiving enough and even more than enough from the older generation. I think one law of the younger generation is that we think we can do it on our own. No. The fathers are important, and you have to learn as much as possible. Just don't copy their flaws, because a lot of there are a lot of flaws that can be identified by the spirits of God. Don't follow after that, but that doesn't mean they don't have a wealth of knowledge and a world of wisdom and a world of glory and um of, of resources to offer to you you understand so take note of that um so i said nurses nurses hmm. scientific knowledge scientific knowledge scientific knowledge scientific knowledge that is nurses okay and that is what a lot of people believe that if you follow scientific knowledge you are less of a christian you are less of a christian now let me explain something shortly i think i've said this um a number of times that every system established by god okay every system established by god is to communicate and express god every institution and every system established by God is to communicate and express God, including every form of science, including science, including marriage, including governance, sex, whatever, work, even work. It's God. Do you know God works? Oh, Jesus says that my father works. So I work. My father worketh. I work. So everything we see here, every natural, every institution that um, we see, biblical institution we see, it was set up that a dimension of God is revealed. A character of God is revealed to us. You understand? Why would God create scientific knowledge if it couldn't reveal him? Everything God created, he called good. Everything God created, everything established, He called good. He called good. So uh, don't don't look at people who have a scientific way of thinking and think that they have uh, given up on God. 
Now, what people don't understand is that science, since science expresses God, science is best from eternity. This is the bottleneck of many scientists because they think science is skewed to only the natural realm. And many Christians also, they believe science is skewed to only the natural realm. But no, once it is of God, we should know that it has its foundations in the realm of the spirits. This time I'm coming to teach. Hmm. Listen attentively and be wise. Listen attentively, learn wisdom so that you don't go and stand anywhere and make any arguments that you think are biblical but are not. I said, science, being of God, suggests and means that it emanates from the realm of the spirit. It, it is birth from eternity. Write it down. Science is birth from eternity. You understand? Science is birth from eternity. And God is scientific and God is logical. A lot of Christians decide not to be logical. Listen, when we look at logic, logic is also not skewed to the natural realm. It's not bounded by the natural realm. You understand? When you look at the book of First John, uh, sorry, that's the first John. John 1 verse 1. Okay, so to post John 1 verse 1. Let's look at something interesting there. John 1 verse 1. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Do you know that in the beginning was the word? That's, that statement, uh, that, that word there, word, W-O-R-D, the meaning is logos. And logos is the root word for logic. Do you know that? So in the beginning, there was logic. There was logic. Why do you think God is, is not a logical thinker? In the beginning was logic. You understand god thinks logically he expects you to think also logically that's why it was created in you do you understand now i was saying that god is scientific he does things procedurally he is able to take constructing decisions that is all part of sciences you understand and you you see something interesting in job chapter 42. someone should post job chapter 42 from let's say from verse 1 to verse 10. Let's post it from verse 1 to verse 10. Job chapter 42. Let's post it. Listen carefully. Okay. Listen carefully to this. So then the Lord answered. Then Job answered the Lord and okay. I'm reading from verse 3. It says, Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Okay. Say that, therefore, have I uttered that I understood not. Things too wonderful for me that I knew not. Oh, Jesus. No, this is not what I'm looking for. Excuse me. Uh, 42 is too far. Please, excuse me. Let me check my Bible. I'm looking for something important verse uh, chapter 38 instead not 42 42 is the ending of job so 38 okay he says that who is this that darketh counsel by words without knowledge verse 3 get up thy loins like a man for i would demand of thee an answer now we know in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth okay now look at what he's saying here he says 
verse 4, where was you or where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if you have understanding. He says that who, who laid the measures thereof? Do you know it? Who stretched the line upon it? That means who did the surveying? Who, who surveyed it? Uh, do you know who did the surveying? He says that, do you know what the foundations of this earth are fastened on? Do you know who laid the cornerstone? The, and he speaks a lot of things that will make you see that this God, this God is a God of steps. This God is a God of procedure. You may be thinking it was just, uh, he just thought and then quack, 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 But he showed you the technicality of what happened. He showed you that there is a technology behind what happened. Okay. So I'll just use this scenario to make you understand that God is really scientific and science is not skewed to the natural realm. It is not skewed to the natural realm. Okay. So God is the author of logic. Write it down. God is the author of logic. Okay. And the bottleneck of science arises when it is only skewed to the natural realm or to the visible realm. The bottleneck of science arises when it is only skewed to the visible realm. Do you know that the founding fathers of science, okay, the, the initial scientists, the people who brought up the great theories that you believe in, they were all Christians. They were all Christians. I was saying science is a way of God expressing himself. God will let the world understand his workings through science. But then, there is the bottleneck because men only cover their science in the realm of the physical. You understand? So, all these people use science as a way to find God. They, 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 they realize that at the end of it all, we come to see there is something higher than the natural realm. There is a, a, a spiritual realm. At th that is the conclusion of many of them. One famous scientist said something. He says that when you drink of the glass of science, when you take the first gulp of the glass of science, or the knowledge of science, of this knowledge, gnosis, when you take the first gulp, you will become atheist. But at the last drop in the glass, at the last drop in the glass, you realize that there is God. You, you will look for God. It will lead you to look for God. Do you understand? And that is why God does what he does. So that men will find him. So that men will come back to him. Do you understand? So, God is really scientific. And you should understand that science works with laws and principles. And God also works with laws and principles. It is because there is that nature of God in science. That is why we see qualities of God being demonstrated in science. It says God works with laws and principles. Science works with laws and principles. You understand? Now, uh, some people will say, oh, there is no spiritual world and this, this, this. Have you, uh, we'll be doing apologetics, okay? We'll be doing a lot of apologetics. And, um, nah, there's so much to teach. I don't know where to if we finish with this and we speak tomorrow, I don't know if we should start with some apologetics or we should move to something else. That would mean I have to double, like, we have to be having more frequent classes. Maybe, okay, I can't, I can't, I won't teach twice a day. So we can do it almost every day, but let's see how things go. Okay. But then, when someone comes to you with the issue, uh, apologetics, when you are going to um study knowledge or study 
things about God or the spiritual realm or the natural realm with an atheist and the person is telling you that nah there's no spiritual realm can you ask the person how the existence of immaterial uh, how there exist immaterial components in a material object they can they can never explain it what i mean is how do we have, have things like thoughts how can you think how can you have emotions and all those things because all those things are actually immaterial and how do we find immaterial things coming from material things that should show you that immaterial things can also uh, material things can also come from immaterial things you understand if immaterial things can come from material things it should be proved that material things can also come from immaterial things so if your brain you can be thinking from this material brain you should know that there is something higher than this realm or this visible realm okay so the existence of immaterial components in a material dimension is a proof of a spiritual dimension i think you should write this down it's just apologetics we'll get into that later but that's i'm just saying it's because of what i said okay i said the existence of immaterial components okay in our material world is a proof of the spiritual dimension okay so let me continue i don't want to digress let me get back to what i was discussing okay now i was saying that science is not skewed only the natural realm so while people are saying natural science applied science me too i can tell myself i know there is spirit science there is spirit science why science is what the method of attaining knowledge by what observation and experimentation we here as believers we are able to observe that dimension of the spirit and we are able to experiment and experience it true or false we, we are and that is science we are able to experiment we are able to observe we are able to experiment it. we are able to observe it you understand but the people of the world cannot do that they are they they, they are not licensed to such things so they think that the world is all about what you can see and what you can touch and what you can feel you understand and i was saying that science works with laws okay now it will shock you to know that um to a certain extent miracles can be scientifically explained and uh i've watched videos where people were healed by an atheist people were healed by an atheist and this is what he did he applied spiritual principles he he, he just applied spiritual principles of faith that he applied the principle of faith he didn't know he was trapping he was proving a point that god is not real and it is about the power of your mind he was proving a point that god is not real and whatever happens is the power of your mind but there are a lot of bottlenecks to that theory so he goes into a place and they they the people they did you know how he does his work they plan it for months and they put things in place okay they can make you think you are dead and you think you are dead and you you'll be acting dead one time he he caused a woman to to think she's paralyzed she wasn't paralyzed but they had indoctrinated her to think she's paralyzed she couldn't move okay so the same thing he went to a church and that um for for months that um pushed the notion that he's a big man of god and things and when he went to the church he told them to rise out of the wheelchairs and the people started rising out where is the power of god there but he was able to apply certain scientific principles. 
if someone hears me, they'll say heresy. This boy, he he's this boy, some demon is speaking to him. But but it is true. This is the reason why that atheist will think you, the Christian, you are stupid. You are not able to think scientifically. And what I'm saying is that science, what I would tell that atheist, or what I tell an atheist is that the science, it is not apart from God. It is in God. It is God's method. So the principle of faith, it is scientific. The principle of visualization during meditation, it is scientific. I explained to you how um, this guy, um, Jacob, was it? Yeah, Jacob, when he, Laban wanted to cheat him, what did Jacob do? He made the animals, um, he put, he put certain, he did something. I've forgotten what exactly it is. I think he took branches and then painted some colors on it or something. And he put it in their drinking water and on, uh, in a certain direction that when they are drinking water and they're about to meet, they'll be looking at that thing. And he did that for months, okay? What happened is that their mind, there was, there, he was causing a genetic change in them. And when they, she slept with each other, sorry, had sex with each other when they mated because of that thing. No angel came to change their gene. It was scientific. Visualizing is scientific. That's why when we are doing meditation, it's important. You need to be able to visualize. Do you understand? And there are so many things that have scientific basis. Now you should understand that application of medicine is it is uh, it is it is in God and it is the lowest form of healing. It is only the lowest form. Then we, we can have the issue of miracles and healings, divine miracles and healings. And we can also have the issue of working in divine health. That is a higher, higher form of healing or a higher, higher form of health. Do you understand? But it doesn't mean the scientific one or the natural one, God doesn't want it. Because after all, God created the visible realm. He created the natural realm. Don't, for, don't ever forget that. It is God who created a natural room and gave herbs and everything to man to use. Don't forget that. So when people say, oh, if you take medicine, you don't believe in God. No. I hope you know that some people take medicine and they still die. Some people take medicine and they believe in God and they survive. I hope you know. Okay, she has got it for me. Genesis chapter 30 verse 37 to 39 says, Jacob however, took fresh cut branches from poplar, almond, and plain trees and made white stripes on them by the peeling of the bark and exposing the white inner wood of the branches. Then he placed the peeled branches in all water, um, watering trough so that so, so they would directly be in front of the flock when they came to drink. When the flocks were in heat and came to drink, they mated in front of the branches, branches and they bore young that were streaked and speckled. It was scientific. So it was, it was, I, I read on visualizing. And I saw, ah, so this thing, someone will say, wow, wow, uh, wow, what happened? But it was actually a scientific thing that was done. Do you understand? I, I talk with a lot of atheists. So I've learned to be able to understand. Uh, that is what caused me to learn about this nurses issue scientific knowledge that many pastors think that if you are scientific or you go to hospital or you apply science or you think scientifically that you are falling into sin no i said that the thing is that just like Edo and just like 
ginosquare, just like epignosis, that it can be used either in the wisdom of God or in the wisdom of the world and the praises of the world, the same way science can be used. So what happened is that even though science was brought up or started by Christians, devout Christians, what happens is that the devil decides to pervert it and plant devils in that place and then they begin to bring all forms of perverted ideologies to try and use it in their own way do you understand just as revelation is their revelational knowledge you can always have revelational knowledge but the devil is making use of it that is the same way the devil is making use of science that is the same way the devil is making use of the education formal education system because formal education was an initiative of the church do you understand Formal education was an, an, an initiative of the church. But then the devil is also using it. The devil is also using it. You understand? So you need to take note of certain things like this. Now, let's continue. I was speaking about the fact that um, there are laws. Okay. Now, the reason why there are a lot of things that cannot be explained in our natural realm is that the um the, the realm okay the our natural realm is not the only realm there is and our natural realm wow Angel, please take um rug from outside for me let me leave the rug there's water pouring here please be fast okay let's continue so the natural realm okay and scientists will call it a three-dimensional realm okay we are in a three-dimensional realm okay it is such that there are certain laws that operate in here okay when you look at the spiritual realm or the spiritual dimension we consider it as a higher realm okay and scientists agree that there are possibly many higher realms than this realm we have here okay there are many higher realms than this realm we have here but the only thing is that they don't want to agree with the issue of the fact that there could be a spiritual realm you understand that is the modern day scientists who have subscribed to the wisdom of the devil and perversion by the devil Please, what was the last thing you heard? I, I hear my audio cut. Someone said you can't hear anything. Is it him or it is me? Is it him or it is me? Were you hearing me right now? Okay, it's him. Okay. So Jethro, tell him that he, he should work on his network. Okay. So there, there are laws that function here. And then there are laws that are higher than the laws that function here. Now, let me explain, give you an example. Okay. The fact that a bird can fly doesn't mean the law of gravity is false, true or false. The fact that a bird can fly doesn't mean gravity is false. There is no gravity. The only thing is that the bird at the point of flight is functioning by a certain law that superimposes or that is higher than the law of gravity okay that is why 
you can have an airplane fly. Not that by the airplane flying, it means now gravity is not there. You can go and jump from the top of a building. No. You understand? That is, that is, that is not the issue. The fact that the plane is flying or you can see someone doing scuba diving or whatever, it doesn't mean gravity has gone on a vacation. It is a law that is still working. You understand? But the issue is that the, we, could, we can subscribe to a certain law that is higher than the law of gravity. And by subscribing to that law, we begin to function uh, sort of against gravity or we can defy gravity. Okay? In the same way, the, the, the realm of the spirits, the laws in the realm of the spirit, okay, are higher than the realm, um, the laws in the realm of the physical. If we can say the world is three dimensional, then we can consider the realm of the spirit as a higher dimension. Now, let me explain what three dimensional is. When we look at the realm of um, this visible realm, we can look at it in the form of length, height, breadth. We can look at space, time, matter, like a, a lot of qualities of this realm. You see it in threes, okay? So space, time, matter, length, height, breadth, and stuff like that, okay? Now, if we have, a, let's say, a cue boy. I explained this thing to the guys on Saturday. If you have a cue boy, okay? The cue boy has length, it has height, it has breadth. Now, if we have a square, square will have only length and breadth, okay? What do you realize? You realize that that square forms a part of the cuboid, okay? That square or rectangle will form a part of the cuboid. Every law that will work on the square can be embedded in the cuboid, but not every law that works on the cuboid can be embedded in the square. Why? Because the cuboid has an extra dimension, which is height. You understand? So you realize that from every three-dimensional figure, we can find a two-dimensional figure, okay? When you take a three-dimensional figure like a, um, like a box, okay, a box or a cube, you can find squares. When you take a cuboid, you can find squares and rectangles. In the same way, we have another realm. Let's say the spiritual realm is the fourth dimension. That means I can, anytime I take the fourth dimension, I should be able to get three-dimensional stuff. That is how you understand that the realm of the visible realm was birthed from the realm of the spirit because it is a it is that's a higher dimension. So that is why the visible realm was birthed from the invisible realm. That is why the laws there are higher than it because this visible realm came out of the invisible realm. Please, if you understood what I said, say yes, please, so that I can continue. Because I'm getting very technical. Good. Good. Okay. And that's great. So, it should only occur to you that since the realm of the spirit is higher than this realm, there are certain things that if we try to qualify the things of the realm of the spirit uh, in, in by the things of, of this Oh, someone says I should repeat it. I don't want to be going back. Okay, let me repeat it. Wendolin, I'm repeating it. I said in any three-dimensional figure, like a square, uh, sorry, like a cube, you know a cube, right? Or a cuboid. What you find is two-dimensional figures from any three-dimensional figure. 
That means if I have a four-dimensional figure, I should be able to find a three-dimensional figure from it or a two-dimensional figure or even a one-dimensional figure. Do you understand? Because from, from the square, I can find a line. From a cube, I can find a square. So if you have a figure that has much more dimensions than that three dimension, we can we should be able to derive three dimension from it. Okay. And this is how the science of the spirit works. That the spiritual realm is of a higher dimension than this earthly realm or this visible realm, I mean. Okay. That means that is why the visible realm could have been birthed from the spiritual realm. That is why the visible realm could have been birthed from the spiritual realm, just as we could get the square from the cube. Okay. So, the laws that operate in the earth realm are all spiritual. They are all part of that spiritual realm. But here we understand it because we are conversant with this realm. But when you go to want to bring the laws or the other, the extra dimension that is trapped in the spiritual realm, okay, maybe that, let's say, if you want to bring the height into the square, we can't understand height in a two-dimensional figure. Because all we know in that two-dimensional square is what? Length and breadth. Okay? This is why more, there are a lot of things that science, the science, the natural science, the science of this earth, the science that is skewed to this earth cannot understand. But then the motive of science or the motive of God bringing science is to communicate him. It is to communicate him. So at the end of that bottle of glass, where we cannot fathom anything anymore, we will have to subscribe to a science that is higher than this earth. So when they say do things that sometimes take medicine, if it, God will not be disappointed in you that you didn't take the medicine. God will be disappointed in you that you didn't take medicine. The medicine you are taking, you should take that medicine by faith. If you decide to subscribe to divine healing, fine. But even if you are taking medicine, if your reason is that you doubt the, uh, the work of God, that one is a different issue. Do you understand? That one is a different issue. So those of you who thought, oh, people are wearing masks, so those churches, they are, they are it, well, it depends on what was the motive. Some people were scared. That's why they were wearing the mask. But not everyone was scared. I, if, if you guys knew it, um, during some time, Leonard and um, this boy, Leonard and Ransford, caught the coronavirus. None of me went to missions with them. I people didn't know. Before the mission, they came to my church. I didn't let them. Uh, no, Leonard didn't come. Ransford was around came. I didn't let him wear those masks. He came. I had him and everything. I told him to remove the mask and everything. That one is a peculiar issue. But I, even I told him to remove the mask. But when I go to places, I wear the mask. It doesn't make me less of a Christian. Being scientific doesn't make you less of a Christian. Washing your hands doesn't make you less of a Christian. You deciding to observe social distancing doesn't make you less of a Christian. It is scientific. Why do you think that God in the camp of Israel will tell them that separate the people who are sick. He told, you, you think uh, lockdowns and uh, putting people in isolation started today? No. In the, 
in, in, in the Bible with the Israelites, God tells them, hey, hey, the people who have leprosy, take them out of the camp. The people who have this issue, take them here. Don't let them come among people. Keep them isolated, especially if it is a, a, a transmittable disease. Keep them isolated. That is the God of science. When I put the God of science on my speakers, people will understand. That same God says that don't eat the unclean animals. It is scientific. Don't eat unclean animals. It is scientific when that same God tells us to wash our hands. And there are so many things you see in the Bible that are scientific. But people think science is against God. No, science is against God. Science may not be able to explain or, or the science of this realm will not be able to explain the, all the sciences that um, are domiciled in the spiritual realm, okay? But it doesn't mean it is against God. I hope all of us get that clear. So, gnosis, that knowledge, gnosis, God wants you to function by it. God wants you to function by all these forms of knowledge, by gnosis, by edo, by epignosis, by dinosco. But what matters is that where is this knowledge coming from where is the source of it the source of this knowledge or whatever knowledge that the believer will subscribe to is the spirit of god is the life of god you understand it must be from the life of god it must be from the life of god it must be supported of the life of god so people say vaccine don't take vaccine see See, let me let me be honest with you. You can take the vaccine or not. Nothing will happen to you. If you want to look at it from a scientific perspective that, ah, but they didn't do it, this, 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 that is fine. You understand? That is fine. But don't think that if someone took the vaccine, uh, that means the person is an unbeliever or certain things. When you were a baby, do you know how many times you were vaccinated? You know how many times you are vaccinated? Bishop Charles Ajinasari said something interesting. He said that you people, when the thing came, were praying to God, God help us, God heal us. And God decides that I will enable someone to make a vaccine. And when the vaccine too comes, you say, uh, no. Don't forget that medication is, every healing comes from God. The power to heal comes from God. God gives the doctors the wisdom to heal. It might be skilled to the science of the natural world or for or of the well uh, of the realm we are in, but it doesn't mean it is not of God because every knowledge that is in this realm here, every ability, every potential is still of our Lord Jesus Christ. To him be the power, the glory, and honor. Whatever involvement you have here, it is to the glory of God. Never attribute anything that belongs to God to the devil. Never attribute anything that belongs to God to the devil. So if you will not take it because you believe that, well, I will not get it because of the belief, the level of faith I have, fine, sure. Don't use that and uh, push it on people and make them think that they, they, they don't, uh, they, are, they are unbelievers or something or they are, working with the devil or allowing the devil to do something with them and all those things. Do you understand me? None of you should have that mind or act in that way. None of you should have that mind or act in that way. In the same way, for those who have decided they will not take it, they have personal convictions and belief. 
you to don't go and say that hey you are not being wise and all those things do you understand so how are we using this scientific knowledge the intention of god is that everything reveals him everything reveals him so if you are going to apply scientific knowledge and it is giving you an awareness of the things of the devil or you are going to use it in the line of the devil that is such a knowledge you shouldn't subscribe to god wants you to function in the wisdom of god in the wisdom of god and if the scientific knowledge we subscribe to is from the life of god or is from the life of god in our spirit we should know that it ushers us to function in the wisdom of god i hope all of you understood everything we've spoken much on knowledge and we tied it to how that the believer must function in the wisdom that is from above god gives us wisdom to make medicines god uses wisdom to do whatever do whatever the wisdom that is from above hey i should repeat what this the way i'm talking I, i've talked a lot i don't know what he wants me to repeat i've talked a lot so what exactly uh i i, I can't i can't tell what he wants me to repeat okay i was saying that with whatever knowledge is that we are functioning in whether aid or whether epignosis or what whatever it is god wants that it will yield the wisdom of god it will be the basis for the wisdom of god you understand with the basis of the wisdom of god the natural knowledge god has given the awareness he wants you everything is skilled to us finding god everything is skilled to us finding god and the devil is able to pervert all these type of knowledges and use it to his advantage but for you the believer you should be wise don't expose yourself to the wrong knowledge so scientific knowledge don't expose yourself to the wrong knowledge don't expose yourself to the wrong knowledge okay so if you have a question please ask this i'm giving you um, about 2 minutes to ask questions and then we'll see where god is taking us please let's be fast let's be fast okay so those of you want to pursue medicine pursue it and be doctors that can lay your hands on 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 the patients eh you give you can prescribe medicines and when you come to a disease that cannot be solved with your natural science you apply spiritual science and you lay hands on them when you meet mad people and you know that this one the uh, psychology is not going to work for them and the treatments you are doing the medicines won't work you lay hands apply spiritual science you understand those with questions let's be fast anyone with a question let's be fast let's be fast hey uh, look at the doctors are happy could say and the rest 
Yes. Lay hands and apply spiritual science. It's not only the natural science. Now I have a lot of bottlenecks. It's it's it is only skewed to the dimension. It, that's why this is why there are certain things that you know there are certain sicknesses that um they are natural, they are so natural, there's no spiritual back. You see, people say coronavirus is a spirit and all those things. There's a lot of issue with that. It is a virus. It is a virus. The issue is that a spirit. And back it, but it is actually a virus that has existed. But the spirit can back it, the spirit can hide certain things. And because people were afraid, the spirit of death will take over, and the spread of it, so it begins to be it, it starts being regulated by a spirit. You understand? So, there's some things that are not natural at all. When you come from the realm of the spirit, you know that the stethoscope and the washing of hands will never do anything. When it comes to that, they tell the patient that, uh, this one, my stethoscope and my injection will not work, and you lay hands. And you deliver the person from that demon. You understand? And when it's time to give them para, you also give them the para. When they have to wash their hands, when they have to eat properly, let them eat properly. When you have to apply physics in things, and you apply it. You know that you have to, scientific knowledge will make you know that um, when, when, you mix this and this it should give you this and it will be useful do it do it please questions questions let's let me take the questions and then uh we'll pray and close please the questions fast 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 okay i guess no one has a question we want to pray we want to pray i'm sure you You've had a, a great time learning, and I said we'll be doing uh, a lot of apologetics. So this is just this is just to warm you up on apologetics. I had, I had to deal with it because it is part of the issue of marriage. Yes, so this is just to warm you up. When we begin proper apologetics, uh, you see that sense sense past sense. Yes, so let's pray. We are telling God that God. Help us to descend the knowledge that is not of you. Help us to descend the knowledge that is not of you. Give us the consciousness of things that are not, uh, that are of you. The consciousness of things that are of you. The revelation of things that are of you. The scientific procedures of things that lead to you. And Lord, help it, teach us that we will fraternize, we'll have intercourse with the things that are of you. Lord, the knowledge we want to subscribe is not the knowledge of the world. Not worldly knowledge, not worldly knowledge, not knowledge that leads us to self, leads us to sensuality, but Lord, knowledge that is of you, knowledge that is pure, knowledge that is undefiled. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Makabo Shadakais, Ramale Balu Sablin Dalikabim Mayante. Lord, teachers, oh God, that will chase after you. In the name of Jesus, Palumbri Elima Kumba. In the name of Jesus, Father, 
the, the knowledge we are exposed to day in, day out, there is indoctrination. We are being exposed to so many wells of knowledge, so many bodies of knowledge from the TVs, from because because the devil understands that whatever knowledge you are exposed to will determine the type of wisdom you function by. The children are being indoctrinated with knowledge of devils. I watched the video, someone, they, they asked a, 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 a child, young child, probably graduating nursery or something, I don't know, and they asked the child, what do you want to be? She says she wants to be a, a witch. The devil is doing so much in the media aspect, in the news, and they're indoctrinating the children and many people with knowledge, demonic knowledge, knowledge of the world. Knowledge that appeals to the senses. People will use signs, signs that is supposed to reveal God. Someone will say it's a scientific to masturbate. No, our God is not a God that wants immorality. And they'll use that to push immorality. They'll use that to push. Um, they, they tell you that there's a need for you to have sex uh, regularly, even at your uh, young age, whether you're married or not. And all these knowledge that people are being exposed to. You see that the devil perverts the knowledge, the wisdom of God in doing things. And then it is destroying a lot of people. But we are praying that God delivers from the knowledge of Satan, from the knowledge of the princes of this world, so that we will walk in the wisdom of you, we will function in the wisdom of you. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Barugo Mosaiba, Kibalibri Indelika, Bio Kuzimbra, Mi Selemasha. Lord, help us know, help us descend that this word is from you, that this is truth, that this is truth. Help us descend when it is truth. Help us descend when it, it, it almost looks true. Help us descend when it is false. Help us descend when it looks good. Help us know and see the life of God in that issue, in that knowledge. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we will not fall prey to the devices of the enemy. That causes us to be entrapped in sin. That causes us to be entrapped in the wisdom of this world. By virtue of we partaking by virtue of we engaging by virtue of we having intercourse with certain bodies of knowledge that are not of you that are not ordained unto us by you in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You know, a, a lot of lives have been destroyed because certain bodies of knowledge they were exposed to, it was premature. It wasn't at the time they were supposed to be exposed to that. It, it wasn't that time. How can you start teaching a child who is 10 years old? You are teaching the, 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 the child about um, sexual gratification. And, and, and you see, that is worldly wisdom. That is world, worldly wisdom to teach the child at that time. It's not that God doesn't support sex. God loves sex. God is very happy when he sees people having sex in the marriage arena. But then it, the devil decides to... The thing is, a little perversion, a little perversion, and that knowledge which is of God, that knowledge which is of God, that wisdom which is supposed to be of God, that 
the devil will, will pervert it and decide to use it to his own advantage. There are certain things that, there are certain spiritual things that you should have not encountered. But then prematurely, prematurely, you encounter certain things and then you got demonized. You, you open a certain internet page. Maybe if you had opened it in two years later, it is going to help you. But you opened it today or yesterday and now you, you are having dreams and demons are visiting you. And by the time you, are, you, you realize you are trapped in, 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 in the things of the devil, we are praying that God, we will not be exposed to set those that knowledge that you don't want us to be exposed to. That knowledge you don't want us to be exposed to. We will not be exposed to it. We will not be exposed to it. That Lord, even as we guard our heart, the Bible makes us understand that we should guard our hearts. Why? Because out, out of it, okay, it, 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 it has the boundaries of our life. Out of it comes the issues of our life. That means that whatever thing we allow there, it is going to determine the way our life is going to be. And so many people have a lot of things that are not supposed to be there. And the cause of their life is spiraling into doom. God, even as we make that conscious effort, even by your instruction to guard our hearts, to prevent ourselves from being exposed to certain things, certain people, Lord, help us. Lord, deliver us from this evil. In the name of Jesus. Jesus said something. He said that Peter, the devil, the devil sought to, 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 to sift you. To sift you. The devil wanted to lay waste Peter. He says, but I have prayed for you. In that likelihood, Jesus makes intercessions for us. Jesus makes intercessions that will be delivered from the devices of the enemy, of which we are not ignorant of. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. We will not be exposed prematurely to the things that we are not supposed to be exposed to. In the name of Jesus, Palombri Abigamaska. Be it scientific knowledge, be it revelation, be it consciousness of certain things, be it uh, uh, an intercourse with a certain a, a certain stream of knowledge. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, a lot of people became atheists because they were exposed to certain nurses, certain scientific knowledge. They, they became atheists because at, at that time, they, they, they hadn't gained spiritual stature to be able to understand those things from a spiritual perspective. And at the wrong time, someone exposed them to that knowledge. When they saw that, they said, ah, and God doesn't exist. That's why someone thinks science is, is, is against God. No. Science is for God. Science is for God. And no man dare relegate it to the enemy. And they were, they were exposed to the, these things. And it changed the course of their life forever. We are praying that whatever knowledge we've been exposed to, whatever, sometimes it is a video you are exposed to. It's supposed to be sex education or whatever they will call it. And then that video has destroyed your life. Whatever information we have already been exposed to, that is leading us in the path of death. That is leading us to corruption. That has caused us to function in the wisdom of the world, which is sensual, which is demonic, which is self-seeking, which reaps corruption. In the name of Jesus, we are delivered from that now in the name of Jesus. 
Farrogo Moscaba, Mekobolombi in Bilikosai, Mikaya Balubri in Belubu Taika, Mepeludini Pelida, Repepelubu in Belibi, Mapeluka Babon Kalisabai, Mikobolumbri in Mimbri Kodibrida, Miso. Robo Lukumempe, Yoko 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 Yoko, Mekodo Shaha, Metogasa. It will shock you to know that some people were exposed to the knowledge of wealth, wealth too. And that is what became their downfall because it was not time. It was not time that they were exposed to certain things. Now, their mind is all money, 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 money. God. Deliver us from that evil. Whatever you don't want to be in my life at a certain point in time, whatever knowledge is going to lead me to doom and destruction, Lord, deliver me from that knowledge and feed me with that which you desire. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful that we are being exposed and we are subscribing to. That causes us to walk in purity, in morality. That causes us to walk in love, in peace. That causes us to walk in righteousness. That causes us to walk in kindness, in mercy, in compassion, in power. Lord, we thank you that the knowledge you are receiving, a knowledge that, that will cause us to liberate our wealth and liberate the people around us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I gave you an assignment. I told you to um, to study on Balaam. I'm not going to take it now. I'll take it tomorrow. We are doing a um, character study on Balaam. So if you've not done it, please make sure you are doing it. Okay, Balaam. And then uh... Hello. Okay, now you can hear me. Yeah, I said I remember giving giving you some assignments, and uh, I said we are doing a character study on Balaam. Balaam. I hope everyone has done it. I'll take it tomorrow. And I also give you another work. I told you guys to read on. Okay, I told you guys to start church history. Okay, so make sure you are doing that in your spare time or any opportunity you get. You are doing you are studying on church history. You, you you can find it from a lot of sources. Okay. So God richly bless you. I love you so 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 much. You have a great night. A picture will be shared, an image will be shared. You guys should share it everywhere. Okay. You guys should share it everywhere. So God richly bless you. Have a great night. Um, Philippe, or who, who, who is recording? Please, you can end it. Okay. God bless you. Philippe, you can end the session.